um, uh, of 2013, which says exactly what should be done for cooperatives. But what we are unhappy about is three things. One is that the minister is now prioritizing spaza shops over legitimate cooperative enterprises that are producing the goods that are needed in this country. But secondly, the minister has decided to cancel the cooperative incentive scheme, which has seen many cooperatives acquiring equipment and facilities that they need to create jobs and deliver the products and services they, they need to do. Then the third point really speaks to some of the soft issues, such as the attitude that the department has been directing to cooperatives in South Africa. These are our concerns and issues that um, we had to stand up for today. We've heard this before. Were you not engaged in the department uh, before you decided to march? Uh, We have engaged the department quite extensively. Hence, I'm raising these issues to say uh, there is an an active uh, agenda by the department to undermine the Cooperative Act. So in our engagements, uh, you know, being civilized and using the line of institutions to do things, we have, um, you know, received uh, an attitude of no response and no, you know, no one to listen to us, basically. In your view, why that is? Um, I think the department lacks a, a proper reporting on cooperatives. So that's why the thinking, you know, looks at, profiling individual co-ops that have failed without looking at case studies of many co-ops that are actually successful, but which become unsuccessful when funding and other cooperative incentives are cancelled. So we are seeing a department that is, has baseless ideas about why cooperatives are being relegated to the margins of the programs that the department has in place. So, so what would you like to see happen? And what we would like to see happen, you know, it's three things again. One, we want public procurement to be allocated to cooperatives before the 30th of November. Mm-hmm. We have submitted to the relevant databases uh, hundreds of co-ops that have machinery and equipment to deliver the PPE, food parcels, catering, and all sorts of services and products that this country needs right now. We know government is the big spender at the moment, but to think that cooperatives can't benefit from such is appalling. We have actually conducted a study on the COVID-19 transactions which were published with the instruction of the president. What we found is that in the rest, in the whole of South Africa, only five cooperatives benefited from the COVID-19 related procurement. So we want that to change. We want procurement to happen and contracts to be issued to cooperatives and replace some of these organizations or companies that were found to be on, you know, the wrong side of uh, procurement. But but do we have facts on the table? In other words, are there co-ops uh, that actually went into uh, the process of, of tender processes? Are there co-ops which are, you know, by all accounts above board and have got the experience and are able to do the work which you feel that have been discriminated against or is this just you saying give us a piece of the cake or can you show that there have been people who've been discriminated against is that something that you yeah. can show by way of evidence yeah i like your language of using the word fact so there are facts i as i'm saying one we have compiled a report into looking at COVID-19 transactions. But two, as the network, we have um, followed the process that was opened on the 20th of May by the Department of Small Business. The process required three things. One, a a registration of a co-op, 
then a report into the capacity to do the work that you are applying for. Mm. You know, we have even had to take photos of machineries and mm. facilities, confirm the numbers. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, each cooperative had to do a 50 pages document. Mm-hmm. And we've done those things successfully. Mm-hmm. And we have submitted and the department confirmed and acknowledged. But the breakdown was when the department had entered the names of the various cooperatives which were to produce some of these goods mm-hmm. and deliver some of the services. That did not go to Treasury. And Treasury was appointing, uh, you know, individual enterprises that would do the work. So there was a breakdown during yeah, that process. D- d- so facts are on the table. Mr. McConnell, let me just understand what you're saying. Are you saying that there were names of cooperatives that were handed over or were not handed over to Treasury? Uh, so the Department of Small Business Development did not hand over the, the, the cooperatives that were entered into their database after fulfilling all the requirements. But if ever those names were passed to Treasury, Treasury did not want to confirm with our retail network that these names were received. And we were not made to understand why uh, the qualifying cooperatives did not actually get the work. Because it was a stringent process to get onto the database in the first place. But Mr. Mkonazi, isn't that the, each cooperative is meant to be registering themselves directly with the central database. I mean, that's true. What our role really was to, you know, help cooperative individuals to say, let's verify that the information that is needed on the database, you have it and you have it in order. We then enabled each co-op to register themselves. But what you then do, as a, what we then did as a network was to go back and look at all our cooperatives that have successfully submitted and confirm with the department. And I think what we are trying to do is that is to help the departments to work more directly with individual cooperatives. But as you would know, you know, cooperatives can't just be bundled with all sorts of business models that we have. Mm-hmm. Cooperatives, when, they, when there's procurement in them, you are saving lives of women, children, and the vulnerable of South Africa, the retrenched workers who actually formed these cooperatives. So one would have to understand those things as well when we're talking about competitive bidding. I, I, I understand that. What I'm asking is that did the cooperatives actually participate in the process of whether it was a tender process or were you waiting for the small business development to do that for you, to just almost hand you the job? I'm asking whether you went through the processes yourselves directly with Treasury. I, I think I have specified that already. I've said, yes, we have gone through the process. So what happened, it was an RFQ, mm-hmm. you know, so the request for quotations yes. and requests for a bidding submission. Yes. So that is what we were following. We submitted onto that. It, so was, that it was is the it, process that was opened for, you know, cooperatives and other forms of enterprises to submit to. Okay. So, so the department did not have to bid for us. The, co- the, the department called on different small enterprises to register on the database from which they would allocate uh, the, the COVID-19-related uh, procurement. Okay. I think I think we are speaking past each other, but I hear what you're saying. And so you've given yes. them until the 30th of November. And and yes. if you don't get a response, well, then what, Mr. Mkwanazi? So if we, we don't get a response, um, I mean, let me just uh, uh, summarize this mm. quickly. So we have given the department 14 days 
to call on a meeting with all the chairpersons of the different cooperatives that were represented. Um, so if that does not happen, we, we, will, we will wait for the 20th of November to get a written response to our memo. Mm-hmm. So by the 30th of November, if we are not getting, you know, uh, allocation of uh, a procurement, as, as all everyone, I mean, talks about bidding and tendering, which are things we do and we never get anything, mm-hmm. you know, we will have to come back uh, on a much larger scale with different cooperatives from different pro- provinces, you know, to really make you know, the, the, the space of, of the department uh, uh, somewhat ungovernable, which is really sad, but we will have to go into that mode. Does, what does ungovernable mean? I mean, it means basically occupying, you know, the, the, the kind of space which the department is located. So that means being there until we get something out. Sizum Kanazi is an interim leader of the SA Co-ops Association and Retail Network. They embarked on a march today and they've listed a couple of demands for the Ministry of Small Business Development and they want answers and they want them by the 30th of November and if they don't, he says that they will make it ungovernable, whatever space it is that they occupy.